worship you, Almighty God. Thank you. I worship you, O Prince of Peace. That is what I want to do. I give you praise, for you are my righteousness. Oh, I worship you, Almighty God. There is none like you. We worship you. Almighty God, there is none like you. We worship you, O Prince of Peace. That is what I want to do. We give you praise. For you are our righteousness. We worship you, Almighty God. There is none like you. We worship you, Almighty God. There is none. selfishness and wickedness our father we can only find the truth through your word so let our dad speak through uh, you speak through our dad father through your word and let all those that hear listen to it apply to their lives let any questions be asked um let the answers be found in what your scripture says father this is what we pray to you through your son's name amen amen thank you edwin good evening all my lovely viewers Good evening. Once again, I am your brother Paul Orphan, coming to you live on Facebook, on YouTube, and also on a podcast, Radio Republic, and uh, also uh, Spotify. You will get me uh, on these uh, 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 on these uh, handles. So. If you are watching me from Facebook, uh, please try to subscribe to my Facebook channel 
and also like my page and share it more importantly because we have to let so many people know the truth if on facebook you just uh like it and also share it my brothers how are you all doing i hope you are doing great and me and my family here we are also doing splendid and that is why we raise our voices to worship god in psalms we thank you for joining us tonight so that we can study the word of god together last week we started a lesson and the topic was uh, the scoffers of our time and i promise you that we're going to continue today but unfortunately we have to hold on to that uh, lesson and probably in future we do the part two so tonight we have entirely different uh you know uh topic that we are going to discuss and this is very very important as far as our christian worship is concerned now what we have tonight the title is acceptable worship acceptable worship now divisions in christianity as uh, is as a result of doctrinal and worship differences so the topic we're going to discuss as i said is acceptable worship now today being the sunday i, I believe if you have gone uh into maybe two three or four churches you'll find that every church is worshiping differently and the question we keep asking is why all these differences in our uh, christian religious what worship why this it means something is missing and that is why uh, i've taken this time that we have to go through this lesson in fact this lesson is going to be a lengthy one so it's going to be so many parts in it because it's a very very important christians we understand what the acceptable worship is and that is why i've taken my time to break them into you know pieces so that you can understand so please what i'll beg from you is try to follow me to the end of all these parts so that you can you know uh get better understanding what we are trying to communicate to you remember to you know uh, share my videos when you are watching me so that other people too will join us and together we study the word of god now how can we worship god acceptably how can we worship god acceptably you see according to the scriptures god is spirit god is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth that is what john chapter 4 verse 24 says you see with this in mind how would we worship god in truth and in spirit what is the truth i think the definition of truth is already been made in john chapter 17 verse 17 so we know that jesus said uh, sanctify them in their word your thy word is the truth so the word of god is the truth so if the worship is going to be based on the truth and also uh, uh in spirit it means 
our worship has to be based on the word of God. So worship God in truth and in spirit. Where the truth is the word of, our, of God. So we have to worship God based on the Bible. Now, and then saying in the spirit, how can we mortal men worship God who is, you know, in the spirit? This means God is spirit. So before we can have spiritual encounter with God who is spirit and we cannot see, the important thing is we have to develop faith. It is a faith that we can use to, you know, have uh, 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 or what they call relationship with God. So it is important that as we worship based on the truth of God's word, we have to also develop faith and because God that we are worshiping is spirit and we need to worship him according to the spirit as well. Now, with this in mind, let's develop our lesson further. Now, what do you have to understand is, this is not preaching, it's all teaching. So if you have any question at all, something bothering your mind, that is why we have the comment area down there. Wherever your comment is, you can put your question there and I'll get back to you with the answer. So feel free to ask your question because asking questions will help you to understand the scriptures. So it's important. You know, Christian religion follows a definite pattern for our worship to be acceptable. There's a pattern that God has given us that we need to follow. Back in the Old Testament, the Jewish religion was also prescribed by God himself, right? There was a pattern for the Jews to follow. It's not that God asks you worship me or uh, we want to worship God and we just leave mankind to do whatever uh, uh, I mean we want. No, 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 no. There is a pattern we have to follow. You understand? You see, in the Jewish era, when people broke God's law, as far as this worship we're talking about is concerned, they were either punished or their worship were rejected. Because there is a pattern you have to follow. Why should somebody's worship be rejected? Because there is, you know, a pattern God has given you. So if you don't follow that pattern, God rejects your worship. God rejects your worship. You understand? And I'll give you just two examples in the scriptures where people were either punished or their worship was refused by God. Now, if you read Leviticus chapter 10, verse 1 and 2, we have a clear example there where two Levitical priests by name Nadab and Abihu, they were punished to death by God. Why? Because they failed to use the prescribed fire for the incense of the worship. There's a prescribed fire, but the scripture said they did not use the authorized fire for the incense, but they used unauthorized fire. And God punished them by killing them. We don't want that to happen to us. So it is important if you are a Christian, you are listening to me. You have to make sure that your worship, you follow the pattern that God has put there for you. Probably you don't know even where this pattern is. We will go to the scriptures and find out what the acceptable worship is all about. Now, example number two, I will give you 
If you read Malachi chapter 1, verse 6 downwards, you will see that God is lamenting on the way the Jews, you know, were treating uh, uh, their worship. You understand? And he told them that he's not going to accept their worship. And he said, you go and give this to your governor if you will accept it. It tells you that God was not happy the way the people were bringing their sacrifice. God rejected some sacrifices brought by Jews, uh, these Jews uh, because they failed first to use the right uh, uh, and undefiled animal for their sacrifices. Now, if you read Exodus chapter 13, verse 12, that was God told the Jews to bring you know, the firstborn of their animals that are males, they should bring them to God in the form of their worship, their sacrifices. But the Jews were doing something different. So God rejected their, you know, worship. Now, from the two examples I've given you, it is clear that not all worship of man will be acceptable to God, except for those who follow God's pattern given to them. You see, God always wants people to follow his pattern given to them because he doesn't want any confusion. Now, if you take 100 people and you tell them, worship me, and you don't give them the pattern to follow, right? Uh, uh, you don't prescribe the way you want them to worship you'll find people doing, you know, all sort of things. But because God doesn't want that, if you read 1 Corinthians, right, chapter 14, verse 33, the scripture says, God is not the author of confusion. He doesn't want any confusion. And that is why the worship is prescribed for us Christians. So you always have to ask yourself, if you are using the pattern that God has prescribed for us, uh, you know, to worship him. You see, left to sons of men, as I said alone, there will be chaos if God doesn't, you know, prescribe the way we have to worship him. When God commanded Israel to build a tabernacle uh, for worship, he said to Moses, and I like this quotation from Exodus chapter 25, verse 40. Listen to what he said to Moses. See to it that you make them according to the pattern shown to you on the mountain. You understand? God is telling Moses, now, this tabernacle you are building for the worship, see to it that you make them according to the pattern I show you on the mountain. When God called Moses on Mountain Sinai to give him the Ten Commandments, he gave him a pattern to follow, to establish, or to build, uh, you know, a tabernacle for his name, where he will meet the Israelites and, you know, chat with them. So it was important he has to remind Moses. Other than that, Moses is going to uh, see to uh, any uh, for building at all, but God didn't want to have, uh, that to happen. Now, so, the king saw that we have heard about was told by God through the prophet 
um, uh, Samuel. Samuel told Saul. And this is what he said to me. If you read 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22, Samuel said, God desire your obedience and not your sacrifice. You see? And he said, to obey is better than sacrifice and to listen than the fat of ram. Why? It's, I mean, Samuel saying this to Saul because God told Saul to do something. And Saul did something different, which was not, you know, prescribed by God. So it is very serious when you don't go by the prescription that God gave to you, but you do your own thing. If you see differences in Christianity in terms of our worship, then it tells you that people are doing something different. You understand? And they don't follow the pattern because if you all follow the pattern, you find one thing being done in all the churches in the world today. But that is not what you see. It tells you that people are doing their own thing. But it's dangerous. You see, it's very, very dangerous. You know, we're going to talk about this. Now, every worship is grounded on four pillars. So that is what we are going to discuss. Probably we can tackle only two of these four pillars tonight. And then we call it uh, a day, and then we continue on next week. Now, the four pillars uh, that the worship is grounded on are first the object of worship, and then two, the faith, and three, the instruction manual, and also all the pattern, and last is your obedience. So these four things are very key. As far as uh, the true worship or acceptable worship is concerned, they are very, very key. You understand? Let's talk about the object of worship. Now, people worship different objects as their deities. People worship different things. Now, we Christians worship the Almighty God, the invisible and the omnipotent God. That is what we worship. He does not force anyone to worship him. Now, listen and listen carefully. God does not force any human to worship him because he desires our free will worship. You understand? Sometimes when we say, uh, uh, we tell people to worship God, it is we humans that are telling our fellow humans that God deserves our worship. And we have to do that. It is not God that is forcing anyone to worship him. Do you remember what Jesus said to the, uh, the, the, uh, the Jews? He said, well, if even you fail to worship God, God can resurrect stones, right? Stones to worship him. God can do anything. So there is no need to force anybody to worship him if the person is not willing to do that. You understand? But sometimes we as humans have to uh, just remind ourselves that we are the creatures of God. So we need to recognize God as our creator and give him that recognition. And we have to uh, revere him. And also uh, we have to uh, worship him. So God likes it if man, you know, worship him. He always loves it. If you worship him 
and we worship him the way he wants. You see, as I said, he doesn't force anyone to worship him. But if you decide to worship him, then you must go according to his instructions. You can't do, I mean, whatever you want because you want to worship God. No, no. You have to stick to the instruction manual, what God wants you to do. As I said, God is not the author of confusion. So if you want to worship him, then you have to go by his instruction. You see? And one thing I want to chip in is, worship must not be entertainment to ourselves, but to show reverence to the almighty God. People go to church and say they went to worship, and they come and tell you that, oh, the worship was good. Now, look at the, you know, the, 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 the music, the instrument, and the dancing. Oh, it was so good. My brothers and sisters, you don't go there to entertain yourself. We have to, you know, give reverence to God Almighty and not to entertain yourself. Today, so many church buildings have turned to entertainment centers where people go and entertain themselves and they, uh, they, they are happy and they, 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 they have this kind of merry and then they come and say the church was good. You went there to entertain yourself but not to worship your almighty God. Now, so it is important you know who the object of our worship is. That is almighty God. That is almighty God. Now, point number two we talk about which is also one of the pillars of our worship, is faith. Is faith. What is faith and why do we need faith when we are talking of, you know, uh, through worship? Remember, God is spirit. John chapter 4, verse 24. And because, of the God, uh, because God is spirit, to come in contact with him requires faith. Without faith, it is impossible. That is what scripture says and we talk about that now if you read second corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 the scripture says that for we christians walk by faith and not by sight what's the meaning of that what does it mean to walk by faith and not by sight as far as our worship is concerned we have to walk by faith and not by sight you see this means to worship solely on your trust in God and not on your belief in the uh, uh, and on your belief in the unseen. That means if you are walking by faith, it means you are solely trusting God, right? And not a thing that you see, because God is spirit. You cannot see spirit. So you only need faith before you can come in contact with God. Do you remember what Jesus said in John chapter 20, verse 29? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet they have believed. It is important. It is important. So many people worship idol, right? They say they are worshiping God, but not God they are worshiping because they have, uh, they have you know, uh, replace God with something else and they think they can worship God through that kind of wood or that kind of image or that kind of cross or 
You see, that's what man is. But God is not on that wood, and God is not in that what cross or images that people think about. So we worship God by faith and not by sight. That is what you have to understand. Now, we said we worship God by faith. And the scripture tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him in this manner. You see, God is spirit, and it's only through faith that you can come in contact with him. Right. And he said that without faith, you cannot please God. So many people uh, you know, say they are worshiping God, but their worship does not reach anywhere because they don't even know what is faith. You understand? And if you don't know what is faith, or you don't use faith to come in contact with God, but you use, you know, uh, uh, seeing, you want to see something before you believe and worship God, then you are wrong. Your worship will not reach anywhere. But remember what Hebrew writer said, that we must believe that God exists. The one we are worshiping, he is spirit. We don't see him. But if we choose to worship him, then we must first believe that he exists. And this is the difference between those who call themselves atheists or who don't believe in God and us who believe in God. Because they want to see something before they believe. But we Christians know that we can only see God through faith and not by sight. And those who seek God in this manner, they are being rewarded. You understand? Know that anytime your faith is geared towards any visible thing, either created or made by man, you become an idol worshiper. Why am I saying this? Why am I saying this? Anytime your faith is geared towards anything between you and God, for instance, if you put a cross down and you go under the cross and you think that Jesus is hanging on the cross, that cross that you are standing and you start bowing down before the cross and uh, making all justice, you are purely worshiping an idol because you cannot substitute spirit to that wood that you call it the cross. You understand? So it's important you have to, we will read the scripture and then you understand it better. Why we cannot use anything at all to middle us between, uh, to middle between us and God. You cannot use anything at all. You understand? Thank you, Leanne, for watching. Uh, I've seen you. Uh, there are so many people on the screen. I don't want to, but uh, uh, I just mentioned Leanne's name for a reason now you have to understand that god is spirit and as i said we cannot substitute anything for spirit and that is why it's important we have to walk by faith and not by sight and not by sight now 
I said anytime your face is geared towards any visible uh, thing, either created or made by man, you are an idol worshiper and you are not worshiping God simply because God is spirit. Jesus is spirit. So if you put any image, you call it Jesus and stand before that image. You see, recently I received a video from my friend. And in the video, there was this a four-year boy, four-year-old boy, standing, uh, 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 standing at a cross. There was a huge cross with that image of uh, Jesus uh, hanging on it. And the boy was, you know, uh, uh, before this cross, raising his hand and singing and praying and kissing the feet of this image hanging on the cross which you think is Jesus Christ. Now, I didn't comment on that video because the, 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 you know, the message my friends was trying to send across is look how this little boy can even worship God. That, you know, you've got it wrong. What the little boy is doing is not worshiping God. He's worshiping that image hanging there. And that is not Christ. That cross is not Christ. The cross uh, uh, is not Christ. So if this boy is standing, the message you are giving to this boy is that that thing hanging on the cross is God. So he bowed down and the boy was kissing the feet of uh, 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 this image you call Jesus. You know, man is making a lot of mistakes. But they don't know. Why am I saying this? Why am I saying this? Now, the reason why it is wrong to bow down before any image, whether you call it Jesus or Mary or Peter or whatever you call it, that image on the cross, if you do that, you are worshiping idol. You are not worshiping God. Is that when you read Acts chapter 17, I want us to read Acts chapter 17. Probably you understand this. You understand it. Acts chapter 17, verse 24 to 29. And listen to what the scripture is saying about people who replace spirit with these physical things they see, the wood and the images and the photos. People even uh, stand before the photograph they call Jesus Christ. Let me tell you, there was no camera when Jesus was in the world. So the picture you see is not Jesus Christ. Is an American uh, actor. So when you are worshiping that uh, picture hanging in your room and those hanging in your church houses and you think it's Jesus, you don't know what you are talking about. You understand? Probably you find this difficult when I'm saying this. But listen to Acts chapter 17, verse 24 and 29. And I'm reading from the ESV. Listen to Paul. What he told the people of Athens. Acts 17, verse 24 says, The God who made the world and everything in it, being the Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man. First thing Paul made these people to understand is that God does not live in church buildings, He does not live in temples. You see, People make temples and church buildings as a place of 
you know, oh, this place is, uh, you know, holy because that is where God is. Let me tell you, brothers, if you begin to assume that, you are worshiping idol there because God does not live in temples and church buildings. It doesn't matter how beauty, far you build your church building. Uh, I mean, God will never live in anything made by hands. That is what the scripture is saying. So Paul says, and I quote again, the God who made the world and everything, being the Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man. Being then God's offering or God's children, we ought not to think that the divine being is like a gold or silver or a stone or an image formed by an act of imagination of man. Do you understand that? An image that is formed by an act of imagination of man. See this uh, Jesus photos you see all around in the world. It's somebody who sat down to imagine this and drew that. It is an actor's photo. And people are worshipping this. When I was a wee boy, it's a small boy, I followed my grandmother to, you know, uh, church. And these churches, you have all these images of Jesus, Mary, Peter, and uh, all of them. And I remember, I quite remember that we were young, but we crawl to kiss this image they call Jesus. You kiss at the feet. You understand? That is what that four-year boy was doing, the video I watched. And I didn't know what I, I was doing, but I thought the image I was kissing is God, the Savior, that is Jesus. So when you are handling, you handle it with care. How can you turn the Spirit God into that thing you call Jesus? So you see, when you want to worship acceptably and you put all these images between you and God, you tend to worship an idol instead of worshiping God. And that is what Paul is saying, telling the Athen, the people of Athen. He said, children of God, you ought not to think that the divine being, the almighty God, is like a gold or a silver or a stone or an image formed by the art of imagination of man. I like that. Imagination of man. Why imagination of man? Man is imagined how God looked like and design him and then people worshiping that thing that they call Jesus or they call Mary or they call God. God is spirit and those who are worshiping him are worshiping him by faith and not by sight. Not something that you see before you worship. You need faith. You need faith. So it's important that you know now what is faith at all what is faith at all we ought not to present jesus or god as a visible object since he is spirit all you need is faith so the question is what is faith now the scripture defines faith when you are preaching or you are teaching from the bible let the bible define things for you do not go and use dictionary for definitions of the things in the bible because if you say baptism and go to the normal dictionary, 
it will give you wrong definition of baptism. It's the same thing like faith. But let's see how God or the scripture defines faith. If you go to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 and 3, okay? The scripture defines faith as the assurance of things, hope for, something you are hoping for, and the convic uh, conviction of things not seen. So faith is always correspond to something you don't see. Faith always correspond to the God you don't see. You require faith to worship him. We don't worship material things because we cannot see God and then we use certain material to say, this is Jesus. And the people are bowing down to this cross and thinking they are worshiping almighty God. No, you are wrong. You are wrong. So, the scripture said, faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the convic uh, conviction of things not seen. And he continued by saying, verse 2 says, we are reading Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 and 3. Verse 2 says, for by faith, the people of old received the, uh, their commendation. You see, so many people, if you read the New Old Testament, walk with God. But they never, you know, saw God physically. It's faith that they use, but they felt as if God was so close to them. You understand? So if you want to, you know, uh, uh, make God as uh, something and, and put him in your bedroom, and always you bother before that thing, uh, before you sleep, and they think you are worshiping God. You are wrong, my brother. You are wrong, my sister. If you go to those churches that bow down to these images, my brother, I mean, you have to do your research well in the Bible. These things they are doing is not part of Christianity at all. You understand? Now, let's continue uh, 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 the, the definition of faith. It's saying that by this faith, people of the old received their commendation. And it said, by faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. Hallelujah. You see, there are people sitting in Ghana calling themselves common sense people. Now, they don't understand why we say God is there. We have to see him if he is there. <laughs> My friend, the creator, the creator of our universe, you want to see him. Scripture says no one can see God and live. So there is no need. But you can only see God through faith. And when you use faith, you see that the things God has made become clear, evident. So the first thing is, those people of the old, they use faith to understand that the universe was created by the word of God. And that is what we use today. So those people that are challenged by their mind, that they need to see something before they believe God, you cannot see God. Because God is not a human being. God is spirit. You can't see spirit. You cannot see spirit. So why do you want to see God before you believe? Then you live for a thousand years. You'll never see him. So it's better you change your mind and believe through faith or Continue doubting, and the time will come, you will face him. You see? And 
he continued by saying that uh, so that what is seen was not made out of the things that are visible. So Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 to 3, I've given you definition of faith. Read there and you understand. You see, let me remind you again, if your faith is in something other than God, whether your pastor, your prophet, or whoever is leading you, then be aware that you are worshipping a man, but not God. You see, some people go to the extent of bowing down before people, they call them men of God. Sometimes I look at them and I say, you don't know what you are doing. How can human being, you, you kiss the feet of human being because he called himself a religious father or religious uh, whatever you call. And friend, you are mistaken. Let me give you just two examples in the scriptures where people attempted to worship or bow down before man and they were sharply rebuked. Even angels. Now, when you read Acts chapter 10, verse 25 and 26, there's a man called Colonius, and this man, Peter, visited his house. And this Colonius, when Peter came to his house, you understand? As soon as Colonius saw Peter, you know, Peter was one of the apostles of Jesus Christ. As soon as Colonius saw Peter, he tempted to bow down, he even bowed down and worship Peter. And Peter held him and said, get up on your feet. Don't do that. Now, read this from Acts chapter 10, verse 25 to 26. When Peter entered, I'm reading, Colonius met him and fell down at his feet and worshiped him. But Peter lifted him up saying, stand up. I too, I am a man. Do you hear that? Peter, the apostle of Jesus Christ, rejected people falling down before them. And today, what do you see? You see all these kind of religious, uh, you know, uh, 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 I don't know what to call them, but they call themselves the pastors, the, uh, the, the, the ministers, uh, the general overseers, the popes, the, the uh, what do you call it, um, uh, the prophets. And you see, when they are coming, people are protruding, uh, are prostrating before them. They are just falling down, and some are kissing the back of their hands and their feet. Man, you are worshipping your fellow man, and not God. And not God. Now, Let's again read from Revelation chapter 22, verse 8 and 9. And listen, when John, one of the apostles, faced an angel from God, he decided to worship the angel. And let's hear what the angel told him. Let's hear what the angel told him. We are reading from Revelation chapter 22, verse 8 and 9. Right. And I read. I, John, this is John speaking, I, John, am one of who heard and saw these things. When he heard the revelation from these angels to him, okay? And when I heard and saw them, 
I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said to me, the angel said to me, you must not do that. You must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers, the prophets, and with those who keep the words of the book, worship God. Hallelujah. And he told uh, 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 John, he said, it is only God that you worship. Even angel rejected being worshipped. And you are following the people you call your leaders and bowing down before them. You don't know what you are doing. We are talking about acceptable worship. What you are doing is purely you are worshipping man and not God. Let me tell you, faith is very, very important as far as worship is concerned. Scripture says, by faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain. When we were kids, we were told that when Cain and Abel sent their uh, uh, you know, sacrifice to God, Cain brought uh, bad stuff from his farm to you know, present it to God, and God rejected it. It is not true. It is not true. These are some of the lies we hear when we're, you know, Sunday school going to these man-made churches. It is not true. The truth is that the Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 4, after defining what faith is, and he said, by faith, Abel offered a, a God to God a more acceptable sacrifice. So Abel used faith, and that is what his sacrifice was accepted that is what that is why his uh, worship was accepted and Cain his brother was rejected you understand and said through which he was commended as righteous God commending him by accepting his gifts and through his uh, this faith or his faith though he died he still speaks my brothers and sisters if you get time, please visit the Church of Christ. We will help you to understand the true and unadulterated, you know, uh, worship, undiluted worship of, the, uh, of our Lord. Visit the Church of Christ near you, and they will teach you to offer a true worship to Almighty God, so that... At the end of the day, you will also be invited by God. Please don't let people lead you astray. Jesus said, not all those who said to me, Lord, Lord, will inherit the kingdom, but those who do the will of my Father. Why are there so many forms of worship in the churches? It's because not all of us are following the pattern given to us by God. And if people did not follow the pattern and their worship were rejected to the standards, some people died, Leviticus chapter you know, 10, verse 1 and 2, then you have to be very, very careful what you are doing in your worship. Are you worshiping man or you are worshiping the image hanging in your church house? God does not leave 
in any temple or in any church building, God is spirit. So you worship him by faith and not by sight. God bless you that you always take time to follow my studies. Please share this to as many as you can so that we all know the truth. God bless you. Once again, I'm your brother, Paul Offen. You also find this video on YouTube, also on podcasts, or uh, Spotify, and also get it on Radio Republic. Also look through Benyav's FM uh, Facebook channel. You will also find this video there. Thank you and God bless you. Bye-bye.